If you're listening, you've officially checked in. We've created a podcast to give you an exclusive peek into our discussion of subjects that sit heavy on our soul. Sharing our raw experiences, faults, and growth. Being our authentic selves in our purest form in hopes that we encourage you to push through your own journey. So here we are, giving you all of us. No No secrets, no lies, just bills. I'm Sarah. And I'm Swaya. Welcome Welcome to Soul Spills. Happy Soul Spill Sunday. Today we're back with another episode and today's topic is sacred spaces. Can I say something before we, before we start? Yeah. I just want, <laughs> if you're still here tuning in, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for your yes. consistency, for appreciating us and our vision. And you know, we're seven episodes in now. So if you're still here, then you're a real one. Definitely a real one. Yeah. And it, it definitely means a lot to us. Yeah. More than you guys know. So, back to the scheduled episode, Sacred Spaces. What the heck is that? Like an intermission, I don't know. <laughs> okay, no. Cut that part out. Sounds like a McDonald's theme song. <laughs> I hang around Malohi too much. It's the Coco like, Clearly. Well, I think having a sacred space is key to keeping a healthy mental. That's what I've learned for myself, especially this year. And I think it's a key to maintaining a balance when it comes to yourself, your family, your relationship, work, your children, basically all of the above. Yep, even your relationship with yourself. Yes. It's how you keep a healthy relationship with yourself. Yes. It's knowing how to go into a mental space in your head that's like protecting you from the chaos of life. Mm-hmm. And Finding like, a balance. Yeah. I think this year especially has been very, it's tested all of us. You know, mm-hmm. it's been a rough year, but when you have a good mental when you're you have a strong mental then you know how to push through tough times and then tough times don't seem so tough it's um how would you define a sacred space like what is a sacred space to you um i think that this year i learned to create my sacred spaces i think that sacred spaces could be created anywhere Mm -hmm. outside the door in your home I think a a sacred space for me is even like a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. I realize that's a sacred space. Like I'm just in peace talking to God. Like, you know, my higher higher power. Yeah, spirituality. Yeah, like that helps me to tap into my inner self and it gives me faith in life or whatever I'm going through. Is that something you can do just anywhere? Like, can you talk to God anywhere? Do you have to be... No, I need to be in like a room by myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can talk to God anywhere, but... Like, I really want to tap into it, yeah. you know? I need peace and quiet so that I can just focus on what I'm focusing on. No outside noise. I think sometimes even being, for me, being in nature is very healing. Yeah. I feel like that's when I feel the most connected to God. That's when I feel the most connected to myself. When I just, like, the rest of life is kind of quiet, but then the nature around me is flourishing and alive, and I just feel so at peace. I think sacred spaces, for me, it's kind of like, in the last episode in toxicology when we talked about putting up boundaries like the sacred space Mm -hmm. is what lies in between those boundaries it's like okay i have my wall up here here and here that's kind of like my house like these walls are are my house and my sacred space lies inside of it so it's some place no one can touch me it's some place where i could just be myself let my soul like free let my mind breathe let my body relax it's a mental practice for sure it's easy when life gets hectic and chaotic and you're dealing with relationship issues and work issues and family issues to like drown in it and get sucked into the drama 
and the negativity. So having a sacred space definitely is a mental practice of being able to pull yourself out of it. And it's basically protecting your peace. Sacred space is a place where your peace is protected and your peace can't be touched. And I think that's so important to have a healthy relationship with yourself and with anyone around you. Because if you let other people just affect your mood, affect your vibe, affect your frequency, then that means you don't have a a good relationship with yourself. I agree. And I think that I live in my head a lot. And when I live in my head a lot, like, I'm thinking of so many things at once. And I get really, really bad migraines. Like, I literally stress myself out. Mm -hmm. And I have the worst migraines. And I know it comes from stress. So I'm, like, teaching myself now to commit to a sacred space. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's one thing of actually knowing a sacred space, but actually committing it so that you can flourish and grow spiritually and mentally. And heal. Yes, heal for sure. Even in my house, I had to think, like, what can I create in my home that's going to sacred space that's for me somewhere I can just go away if I don't feel like driving? Because I love to drive mm-hmm. and just drive away, it, like, go through the Topanga Canyons. Yeah. I like to go to, like, Malibu, um, to the beach to listen to the ocean because the waves calm me. It's really soothing. I can, like, literally fall asleep to it. But in my house, I feel like I'm trying to create, like, a garden, like a zen area mm-hmm. on my patio so that I can just go in and tap in there, mm-hmm. take a breather. Whatever's going on in my world, I can just disconnect. Because you can't always go somewhere, you yeah. know? Sometimes it has to be right in front of you. So that reading... I love reading. It, it puts my mind. It just calms and eases me. Yeah. And so does writing. That's, like, I think one of my main sacred spaces. Writing is, like, an outlet for me. Whatever I'm going through, I can literally write it on a paper. And I just write, like, dear God. Or if i just writing to myself or I'm just writing it out, I'm literally getting all my anger out with that pen. Do you write poems? Bitch, you know I do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Yes, I, I love writing poetry. Throughout my whole life, like even as a kid, I think poetry, it was just so beautiful to me. Yeah. And its it comes so easy just to express myself. And it's also healing. It's so healing. Like when I look back at it, my the things I wrote years ago or different relationships that, or things that I've been through in life, like I'm like, wow, I've grown from that. Yeah. You know? And you got through that. You yes. got through a situation that you might, you thought you might never get through or. Mm-hmm. You just get to relive your struggles and realize where you grew from it. Yeah, writing is beautiful. I think poetry, I always say it's like painting with a pen because you yes. make you can make words sound so beautiful. When they, the words sound beautiful, it just hits a part of your soul. And when you read those words and you feel it in your soul, it's it's therapy. And that's how I feel. Like when I look back at some of the things that I wrote because I was in pain and I'm no longer there anymore, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like it's beautiful. Like yes. That pain was beautiful. Exactly. It turned into growth. A like, beautiful you know, struggle. Look where I, I, I what look what I've overcome. When you're going through hard times, is writing the first thing you do? Or what's your initial when you're just like in the midst of emotions and anger and overwhelmed and stress and everything? What when do it you comes do? to what? Like myself, relationships, like what part? Mm. because I feel like I, I kind of react differently when it comes to myself I'm literally trying to teach myself that right now like I still get migraines I get just hor- they're horrifying like I have to shut down I cannot be a mom at the moment I have mm-hmm. to turn off all the lights like Keith knows that I have to just like pretty much walk away from life because my head is like screeching I can't do anything mm-hmm. and I know that it's like stress and you know um, so I'm trying to tap in that's why I said committing to a sacred space Writing, 
for me is it puts me in a different mindset set like I literally get to be myself while being someone else mm-hmm. because I'm being myself while visioning like envisioning myself past this already you know yeah and um as far as relationships I've learned how to ha- create a sacred space through my life coach because I, I feel like I didn't really know all the tools mm-hmm. when it comes to creating a sacred space when you're in a relationship I feel like it's a war like if you're talking or you're in an argument it's me you like you're going back and forth and it just really that doesn't fix anything no. it just creates a bigger explosion so she taught me um when we're pushing each other's buttons and it's becoming too much to say a safe word that lets the other person know that you guys know each other's safe words you let each other know like hey this is too much I, I can't right now mm-hmm. this is pushing my buttons it's going over the top and I have to stop and, and let's respect that. Let's respect each other's boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning that. Uh, my safe word is love. So when whenever we're arguing and I just say the word love, he knows, like, okay, he needs to walk away. That's it. Like, we can resume the conversation later when we're cooled down. And I say love because I just want to remind myself that I'm in love with this person. I love this person. I don't want to disrespect for this person. I love that. Yeah, yeah because my life coach... Who also mm-hmm. happens to be your life coach she yes. told me the same thing like there has to be reminders of love anytime i talk about josh and our problems to her she always she always always makes me say josh the person i love the man i love mm. and it's like it's just a reminder like yeah you know what i'm venting like he's getting on my nerves but yeah i do love him mm-hmm. and i think that simple fact is often overlooked in the midst of emotions i think anger is a very powerful weapon and it could easily become overwhelming and make you forget about everything else you just throw it out the window yeah it gets so disrespectful and to where it it turns into like toxic you know yeah and um, real quick i think we learned that when we're so angry just go in another room Mm -hmm. cool down even if somebody has to leave the house and just take a walk it's amazing what space can do yeah because then you can come back and resume life but if you're still in each other's face and sometimes I feel like I gotta get my word out. Mm-hmm. No, you're gonna listen to me. I gotta say what I gotta say. But that's not always right. Sometimes no. people, and then the way I'm saying it, my delivery probably is coming off like shit. Like of I'm probably sounding like an asshole. Not even, even though I feel, like, I feel like yeah, I, I'm right or something. But it doesn't matter because if you're not coming to that person with the proper delivery, they're never gonna hear. Yeah, they can't hear anything. You're just wasting your own time yeah. and digging a deeper hole. And anger mm-hmm. wants you. It doesn't want you to walk away anger wants you to keep going and keep going and keep going that's how anger wins is when you refuse to step back and give yourself the space that you need because as soon as you're you're you know when you're angry and you're just in a rage and you walk away it's inevitable it's inevitable you will cool down you will feel the anger leaving your body and i feel like that step right there is just very crucial um Mm -hmm. so just managing life basically because we get angry in all situations if we just learn to walk away and control our emotions then that's a a, also another powerful tool is learning how to handle your emotions and then you also protect your your space while doing so you don't let so much negative energy into your space you keep your calm you give yourself the peace that you deserve set the tone yeah set the tone because we all deserve to have a sense of calm within ourselves. If we don't have that, then the storm is going to pick up real quick and we'll get lost in life. Next thing you know, it's a tornado. Yes, exactly. It's like the eye of the hurricane. That A sacred space is basically the eye of the hurricane. It's that space where it's just peace and calm. Yeah, and it has to be silent. Mm-hmm. A sacred space has to be silent. I mean, you know, there's music. Music calms me too. 
when I'm really going through it, I like it to be like peace and yeah. quiet. Whatever I'm doing, I'm focused on, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely learning that, and I think that was a lot of a, a struggle for me, finding a sacred space. I didn't know how it was a struggle because I didn't know how important it was. And it's crazy because I'm 27, so if I feel like if I knew about this early on, I would be so much more at peace in life or with myself. Not that I'm not at peace now, but I'm saying, like, I would know how to handle situations better. Getting into it with other people or, you know, yeah. not letting them affect me. You know, I can get very emotional when I get upset. When I get angry, I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate. You know, I'll say the word passionate. I don't start arguments or start things or anything like that. I feel like uh, now I know how to direct my energy and who should I direct my energy to. Yeah, and not everything deserves a reaction. Not everything deserves a reaction. You yeah. know, when you give your energy to everything, that's extremely draining. You can't give your energy to every situation in life that pops up. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave feeling empty, beyond empty, below empty. You're going you're gonna to just feel so low. That's why it's important to learn how to protect your peace, to learn what deserves a reaction and what doesn't. And the things that do deserve a, a reaction learn how to give it learn not Mm -hmm. to give it all of you learn to give it the right amount of energy and you know ultimately it's just to protect yourself that's why it's so important to become become a sacred space it's important to find a sacred space you know find a place that you can go to in your house or in nature or wherever in your car that's peaceful but it's also important to become one inside of you to have a sacred space inside of you and do not let everybody into it to protect it at all costs, above any and everything, nothing at all in this world is worth sacrificing that space inside of you. Because once you have that, you're unstoppable. Once you have that, nothing in this life can bring you down. I think another thing that, um, which we talked about this in the last episode, when it comes to sacred spaces is just uh, like how you said, allowing who who comes into your sacred space. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have trouble with that. Yeah. Because friends, family members, you know, just touching on what we talked about last week like it's very serious about who you allow in like you're sharing that person's frequency they can really damage your sacred space stop you from healing that's why people who have these big circles i always question like how much peace they really have with themselves if you're constantly surrounded by so many people because people are noisy and people carry a lot of baggage and whether you're in tune with yourself or not you're gonna carry those frequencies with you Mm. And I think it's important for people to learn how to be alone. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't be alone. And I thought about that when you said um, people who always have to have a group with them or so many friends. If you can't be alone, then you don't really have a sacred space because you're not used to being alone. You have to have that sacred space within yourself as one. That's a lot to work on. And um, I think a lot of people should think about that. I think they know that Mm -hmm. if they're alone, they always got to call somebody. They got to do something. Uh, they can't go to the movies by themselves. They can't go eat by themselves. No, I wouldn't do that. That's weird. No, that's normal. Yeah. You can sit with you. You can yeah. sit with anybody else. Why can't you sit with yourself? I love that topic right here, being alone, because I used to be afraid of being alone. I used to avoid myself at all costs. And when I really got down to the root of it, I'm like, why don't I want to spend time with myself? It's because I didn't want to face myself. I didn't want to face like the baggage that I had been running from. I didn't want to turn around and look in the mirror and be like, this is who I am. But once I did do that, once I did start finally spending time with myself, I unpacked that baggage and I did the work. I healed myself. I started you know, going on runs and spending time by myself in nature, finding spots and enjoying it 
just to myself, not feeling like I have to share it with anybody. You know, there's so many writing. I, I would start writing. And then I realized, you know, once I healed myself and did the work, I love myself. I love mm-hmm. spending time with myself. If you're afraid to be alone, if you feel like you always have to be surrounded with other people, then I challenge you to spend time with yourself. I challenge you to spend a day or two by yourself, not on social media, not distracting yourself at all costs, but really spending time with yourself and figuring out why it is that you don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Figuring out what you actually like to do. Finding ways to love yourself. It's so important to be alone. It's important to rejuvenate your own soul. Because at the end of the day, we're all just energies. This life is a physical life is a very temporary experience. We have to nourish our souls because that's what's going to take us beyond this lifetime. And you can only do that by learning it, spending mm-hmm. time with yourself. I think people need to remember that we're, like you said, we're, we're so many different energies and we're on different frequencies daily with other people that we tap in and we connect to and we speak to. And when you go to work, you're dealing with that energy. You're coming home, you're going to the store, you're dealing with other people. Um, I think everyone needs to remember to disconnect and reset their soul. Mm-hmm. That part right at, at some point, it doesn't matter if you try to do it once a week. Do it as o- more often. I think the more often you do it, the more um, of a stronger mental you'll create for, your, for yourself. Yeah. Disconnect, reset yourself. Um, and I'm, I'm teaching myself that. And I'm, ever since I've done that, I feel like I'm tapping in with my inner yeah. me. I used to forget to check up on myself i think um yeah like you said the we pick up so many energies throughout a single day without even knowing yeah without realizing you know just going to the store you're around how many people those you're picking up on that and that you know carries on throughout your entire routine whoever you're around during the day you pick up on their energy we always pick up energy and we leave behind energy so if you don't ever stop to check up on yourself and Mm. okay how am i doing this how did i do this week what did i pick up what do i need to release what do i need to heal from if you don't ever check up on yourself then you have a lot of baggage that you're carrying and you probably feel heavy and you probably feel low and you probably don't want to be alone because of that's how you feel when you are alone so it's it's very important to 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 do mental checks with yourself daily weekly monthly whenever it is just do it and put yourself first because i feel like based on what you said it's like so many people check up on everybody else but mm-hmm. themselves you constantly checking in if your your family members are okay your friends are okay your boyfriend your girlfriend's okay but what about you yeah what about you don't forget your self-worth and who you are it all starts with you how can you continue to pour into somebody else's cup when your cup is not even full mm-hmm. you know so you got to work on you first before you reach out your hand to others the best thing to do to help improve your relationship with everybody else is to improve the relationship with yourself because once you fill up your own cup then you're able to pour into others without feeling empty mm. and you're gonna be drained yeah and people are gonna feel it um if you start healing yourself spending time with yourself creating peace within yourself that energy is gonna radiate and people are gonna feel it and if you don't people are gonna feel that too it's the best thing to do period just spend time with yourself i want you to share your poem with us okay one of these poems i wrote any poem long time ago first of all before we get into this poem let me tell you that uh sarah had to push me to say this poem because what's a friend for right no yes she got me out of my element because i i harvest them and keep them to myself yeah like in my notes and it's funny because i literally tell keys 
whatever you do if you go in my phone don't ever go in my notes my poems are to myself <laughs> i'd rather someone write like, a poem about from, me probably from like 2011 to, i don't know 2009 oh, all the way up to now way. yeah sadly okay sway of the poet no <laughs> okay this is um a poem called more life <sighs> drake vibes drake vibes okay more life you put me down way more than you build me up more belittling less compliments you know i'm beautiful inside and out but you don't want anyone else to see it you don't want me to see it you know when i find myself i'll have the courage to leave you the courage to want more life and less disappointment i'll have the confidence to conquer my dreams and that's your worst nightmare (laughs) it gets me every time i heard this poem about 20 times now and it still gets me yes because we've all been there yeah We've all been there, yes. and yeah, you poured your heart and your soul into that because I felt it. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we can talk about it when we get into another episode, like, but just on surface level, I think that uh, us women we go through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. We get lost in the relationship sometimes, thinking that it's just all love, and not even realizing how men have the power to just belittle us in so many ways and break us down and we not we don't even realize it yeah and they break us down so that we can feel like they're all we need and we and uh, we got but we have ourselves and ourselves is more than enough that's why like talking about sacred spaces like in that moment i didn't realize like i feel like i got lost and forgot about myself and forgot about my self-worth to where um he made me feel like oh this is all i have and really that's not true and we've all been there yeah we've all gotten lost in a relationship i feel like that's the first thing you learn you know in your first relationship second third however many relationships it mm-hmm. takes you to learn we all learn it because if you're not taught self-love growing up then you have to learn it the hard way you have to learn it by getting your heart broken and then realizing you have to love you you can't wait on someone else to love you yeah women like women are very emotional creatures but there's so much power in that and i feel like it's very intimidating to a lot of men and i feel like men try because i don't know this is very general but i feel like men are insecure especially around a strong woman yeah i i I believe that one thousand percent. yeah i feel like women can make men very intimidated and they try to control us because they don't like it they don't like that you know men like to feel powerful and in control that's their egos so when they become around a a woman who's very powerful i feel like they want to strip that power from her and they do that by belittling us um, being condescending insulting controlling whatever it is so it's important for a woman to know her power before stepping into a relationship it's important for a woman to protect her power which is exactly what we're talking about Mm -hmm. protecting our peace and love yourself because when you start to actually love yourself you realize like the things that you shouldn't tolerate you know? yes the things that if somebody loved you they wouldn't do if you love yourself you're not going to allow anybody to love you any less mm-hmm. than you can love yourself if you love yourself you protect your worth at all costs because you're not waiting if you love yourself you don't need anyone else to love you because you know you love you and that's the number one thing when walking into a relationship is maintaining love with yourself and not losing it you can love yourself before getting into a relationship then you get into one and you lose sight of it definitely what happened to me yeah me too and 
you know when Josh and I we broke up once and in that period I was so low but then I learned how to love myself for the first time ever but then we got back together and I maintained love for myself but then along the way I slowly slowly started losing it and then I realized I want to learn I don't want to have everything shipped away from me again to learn how to love myself I want to learn how to do it while still being with this person so that took a lot of discipline i had to literally like separate myself from josh for a while like okay just give me space because i need to learn how to love myself again because i was relying on him i was just getting lost in love i was getting lost and thinking okay you know what? i'm happy with him so let me just be with him all the time and let him be my happiness and my only happiness so i stepped back and i'm like okay let me remember what i like to do what do i like to do read write run be in nature so i do all those things and then i feel like i got that love back i feel like that's why i even have the motivation to do this podcast is because i got that love back for myself and i'm like okay let me do something with this let me love myself so much that i can help other women love themselves that's just so powerful you have to make a home out of yourself because yourself is the only thing that's guaranteed in your life everybody else whether you want to believe it or not is temporary because we can lose them at any given moment for whatever reason you can't make somebody else your home your sanctuary you have to be your home you have to be your sanctuary yeah, you can't. and it's honestly it's a uh, selfish to expect somebody else to um love you because you can't love yourself to put your on to somebody else for them to do everything for you because you can't do it yourself yeah you're, you're unhappy with yourself it's selfish and i think that loving yourself allows you to know what you're willing to deal with and not and not tolerating it loving yourself makes it easier to walk away from situations that are beneath you and i think this podcast also taught me about loving myself because i know when we decided to do this that i am basically telling it all Mm -hmm. everything about my life whatever i'm going through my highs my lows from the past till now you know yeah um, and I was scared of that at first. Me because, too. Uh, it's a very vulnerable yeah. position. Yeah, letting giving, somebody see all your flaws. Yes. The, just them being able to form an opinion about your life. You know, that's scary. Yeah. Um, people can say negative things, positive things. But when I learned that I do love myself, I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. what nobody can say. Because this is my life and I own my shit. Flaws and all. This yep. is me. My name is Swaya. And this is who I am. And I'm still becoming. So whatever I said, I said it here. And I'm saying it for a reason, but we decided to do this to help men, women, anyone going through their journeys. And that's that. that was, <laughs> I'm tearing up. That was powerful. Oh, that was you know, when you start crying, it makes me like... I know. I just love it. The emotion, the realness, like what you said is absolutely true. This is who we are. And it was very nerve wracking going into it, letting... I because I knew going into it, okay, I'm going to bear my soul. That's why it's called soul spills. So yeah, I, I knew... It. I'm not going to hold anything back. You know, everything I've been through, I'm going to open up about it and people can take it how they want. People can judge, criticize, condescend. You know, people are always going to have an opinion. So I decided, like you said, you know what? I love myself. And And that's all that matters. Thank you for coming to me with this idea. I never in a million years would have thought I would be hosting a podcast. Me neither. Um, and I remember I told you, I was like, I don't know, I'm yeah. nervous, I don't know, like, you yeah. know, to talk about things and stuff like that. But I'm so happy, like, after the very first episode we did, I'm so happy we did this because mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to change lives, we're, yes. tra- we're changing lives now, like, the messages I get from you guys is just so amazing. Like, I really find myself crying when I read some messages Me because too. I definitely connect with you guys. 
everything we're talking about i've been there like you know you hear us i feel it everything you say like yeah it just it makes me feel good and the things that you guys tell me too is helping us and you guys have opened up to us no hesitation and i can't tell you how good that feels to feel like we created this platform to get women to relate to our experiences feel Mm -hmm. comfortable sharing their experiences with us and like yeah that's what i thought going into it but to have it actually happen to have you guys actually receive the message and open up to us like to have it come to fruition basically it's there's no words it's so fulfilling i feel so honored to honored yeah i carry this role with so much gratitude respect humility everything pride dignity yes it's everything that's it's just this is exactly what i wanted i wanted to connect with every buddy who's willing to receive it on a spiritual level i wanted to bear my soul and hope that people who listen take my message as it was meant to be received and it helps heal some part of you that's everything i wanted so to have it actually come true i'm just blessed i'm grateful i'm i'm i feel so fulfilled i feel like i'm fulfilling part of my purpose by doing this right and you know what's so crazy when i watch like okay not saying like we're celebrities or anything like that definitely not um when I watch people and they say, like, they have fans, their fans are their fan base, those are people who support them. That's what I think about when yeah. I think about fans. Um, when I watch other people talk about their supporters and they say, I love you guys, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, you don't love them, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but I really love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> because the messages you guys give me, like, I'm telling you, like, they are just, they really make me go on with my day. Like, you know, yes. I really love you guys. Like, I feel the energy. When you guys comment under our post, or I know it takes a lot to, like, express yourself yeah, in the public. Publicly, so yeah. we'll get a lot of, like, DMs instead of the comments, which I don't give a fuck how you give it to me. Where you, If you, you want my number, you can text me. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it, and it, I really connect with yes. you, and I do love you guys because... I feel you guys are listening to me. You guys are listening to our story. Our genuine selves. You're not listening to a front to someone we're trying to be. You're and not, you're not being judgmental. Yes. I mean, the people who are being judgmental, we're not hearing from. Yeah, they're not writing us the DMs. We're yeah. Not <laughs> but yeah, all you guys who have just accepted us and let us accept you. Yeah, you're right. It, it is love. It is love because this is our, our raw selves. And... Mm-hmm. We feel you guys giving us your raw selves. And, you know, that's, I don't know, it's just so beautiful. And I can't wait for you guys to see what we have in store so we can all connect. Oh, yeah, this is only the beginning. Okay, back Can't, to should the... We wrap it up? Okay, or? yeah, yeah, okay, wrapped up. <laughs> I was ready to keep talking for another two hours, but I guess. We will tap in with you guys next week. Thank you again Thank you. for tuning in to Soul Spills. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Spills. Follow us on Instagram at soul.spills to see our visuals and learn more about us. And follow us on Twitter at Soul Spills for daily soulful tweets. We'll tap in with you guys next week for another Soul Spills Sunday. Please.